Hello, folks, and thank you for tuning in to the Big Honker Podcast. We're coming up on the 4th of July. We're going to be on the downhill side of summer before we know it. Better days will be here. They're on the way. So we really do appreciate you tuning into this podcast. And this podcast is brought to you by the one and only Stanfield Hunting Outfitters 27. I don't know. A bunch of years. 20-ish years in business. Almost 30. Almost 30. It if depends you, what you technically called when the day we started. Well. The first day we got it to hunt, the first day we were in business. But anyways. We're getting lost on technicalities here. Big Honker Lodge, home of the Big Honker Lodge, home of the Big Honker Podcast. Check us out, www.stanfieldhunting.com, and holler at me for any specials, any dates that you'd be interested in. If you, uh, dove season, we still got some openings there, a couple weekends. Second weekend of dove season, I've got an opening. i got a weekend the fourth weekend of September. I can do a weekend. $450, you get a hunt all weekend, all your lodging, all your meals, hunt Friday afternoon, two hunts on Saturday, and hunt Sunday morning. 450 a person. The second weekend will have till season, won't it? An yes, option? We're booked up on that till hunt already. Well, sorry about that. So you can come out here and dove hunt, though. It's always a really good time. Yep. And uh, also, if you're wanting to waterfowl hunt, we are filling up fast. So, um, with Canada looking like it might not be open, the phones are definitely starting to ring. So, if you're wanting dates, you better give us a holler. Talk to Jeff, 940-658-3172. We are also brought to you by Dive Bomb Industries. They are the best silhouette that you can get out there. It is a worthy investment. They're light. They're durable. They work well. Five dozen in a bag, you can keep your trailer nice and neat. That's big to me now. The older that I get, the more I want to stay organized. Dive Bomb helps with that. They've got floaters coming out. Floaters are already out, actually. Uh, black and white silhouettes, which I'm really excited about getting my hands on. they got a lot of cool things going on over there at Dive Bomb. So check them out, divebombindustries.com. You can get everything set up for this coming waterfowl season. It is a couple months away, so you better get on it. Look them up, divebombindustries.com. We're also brought to you by Boss Shot Shells. Bismuth. Hits like a freight train. I love it. It's a lifestyle. It's like shooting lead back in the day, Jeff says. It, it is. Exactly like it. Best stuff there is. You can shoot, go back and shoot your 20 gauge, your 28 gauges, 410, whatever you want to do. That's BossShotShells.com. Yep. The cool thing about it is it's bringing the sub-gauge culture back. Yep. I like that. I'm not very good with sub-gauges. I'm good with 12. Well, I don't I'm, know. That's pretty debatable. I'm adequate with 12, 28 gauges. But if that's your jam, man, look them up. BossShotShells.com. You don't have to sacrifice uh, sacrifice any power by shooting those sub-gauges. BossShotShells.com. And uh, Pacific Calls. They're great. They got uh, a little bit of everything. Duck calls, goose calls, snow calls, spec calls. One-stop shop. Uh, I will tell you, if you are in the market for a speckle belly call, I would give those guys... A holler at PacificCustomCalls.com, or you can look them up. They're really active in our uh, podcast group, so if you need anything from them, they got a hell of a spec call. It's really, really easy to blow. Most spec calls, you got to fucking feel like you're going to blow an O-ring trying to operate it. Not with those. Not with those. Pacific Calls, um, can't say enough about them. So go check them out, PacificCustomCalls.com. And also, we are brought to you by Lucky Duck. If you're field duck hunting, you need spinners. The more, the merrier. Go to LuckyDuck.com. Get the spinners that you're going to need. Remote operated, so if you're hunting a field that's got both ducks and geese, hint, hint, if you hadn't listened to this podcast before, geese don't really like spinners. With the remotes on these Lucky Ducks, you can just turn them off whenever geese come. Flick them back on when the ducks get in the air. They've also got uh, dog boxes. 
Not at all. Predator calls, varmint calls, luckyduck.com. We're also brought to you by the Looking Glass Duck Club. Also have a podcast out. Bourbon Review, real popular. Looking Glass Duck Club. I think that's what it's called. Looking Glass Duck Club podcast. Yep. Logan Pyatt. They put on a good. They put on a good podcast. They're interesting. They're a lot fun, of fun to listen to. It's a, a man's. It's a man's podcast. So all you uh, protesting, sniveling little bitches out there in Seattle probably aren't listening to it. Not. Not. Not a. But you can look them up anywhere that you listen. Wherever you listen to this podcast, you can find the Looking Glass Duck Club podcast. They've also got a sweet little hoodie, jacket, some apparel. Uh, definitely check them out. A lot of fun. We're also brought to you by William and Chris Wines out there in high Texas. Texas made wine. Skeleton key. Can't say enough about it. Pairs up nice with a big slab of red meat. Got the 4th of July coming up. Get your lady nice and tooted. They can ship it to you direct. Just look them up at williamandchris.com. Get your lady Williamandchriswines.com. Williamandchriswines.com. Or if you're in high Texas, I think that they're starting to open back up. You can do a, a taste testing tour. We need to get out of this corona. Yes. Something fierce. And let's see here. Oh, J2 Outdoors, the ice ripper. It, no, no reason if you live up north. If you live north of Oklahoma, anywhere in the country, and it freezes and your water gets froze up, there's no excuse. All the money you spend on decoys, leases, and everything else to not have a couple of ice rippers. Cheap investment goes right in, keeps your honey hole open. No sense in letting Mother Nature... End your season. Keep that bad boy going. Keep the water open. Best bait in the world. Open yep. water. If you got food around, you got open water, you'll have ducks. And it's J2Outdoors.com. J2OutdoorsLLC.com. Finally, last but not least, we're brought to you by 14 Cattle Company. It's the way to go. You get a whole beef, half a beef, they're whatever selling, you want. They're selling to NFL players. I just saw where New England starting left tackle was at the place buying him. He he bought him half a beef. No shit. Yep. Just 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 this week. If you're gonna buy beef and you go to the grocery store, you're over. You're paying way over. Go order you a half a beef, a quarter of beef, a whole beef. Have it delivered to you, or you can go pick it up, package sealed, ready to go. You know what you're getting. You can custom order what cut you want of the meat, and that's 14cattlecompany.com. Look them up, and uh, great sponsor. We're excited to get our beef. We'll get our beef, what, in August? Late August. Yep. It's the way to go, people. Don't pay 7 or $8 for hamburger meat. Just go to 14 Cattle Company, get it sent right to you. I think right now the going rate was about six fifty a pound for the whole thing. It stakes everything. Right. And hell, that's cheaper than buying hamburger meat at a grocery store. No shit. Yeah, and I may be wrong on the price, but that's about, I think that's what I saw the other day. All right, that is all of our great sponsors. We appreciate uh, every one of them, everything that they do for us. All right, this episode of the podcast is just Jeff and I uh, talking about everything that's going on. Cancel culture, riots, protesting, uh, a little bit of football, a little bit of waterfowl. Canadian border does not look like it's going to open up, uh, so we talk about that. Uh, anyway, hope you enjoy it. Here we go.
All right, here we go. Three, two, one. Boom, and welcome to the Big Honker Podcast, brought to you by pick Lucky one. Duck Spinners. Lucky Duck is your is your pick? Yep. That's a good pick. Make a good product. They do. They've been with us for a long time. Lucky Duck. Almost from the beginning. Yep. Pretty yeah. well from the beginning. Yep. How's your day going, Andy? So did far, so good. you didn't introduce yourself. You know, there's new people that pick these up every day. They've never listened to one of these. Well, if you go back 320 more, you hear my introduction plenty. But did did you know that? I had a guy message me the other day, and he said, I just found y'all's podcast. I've listened to the last eight of them. He said, I'm going to get every one of them. I thought, boy, you're going to do a lot of driving. (laughs) One guy, uh, it, it amazes me how much time people spend listening to us. One guy said that we're all he listens to for eight hours a day. I would get sick of us after eight hours. Yeah, I could see where you'd get on somebody's nerves after that long. Me, on the other hand, no. But yes, there's a lot of people like that. We have a lot of very, very uh, loyal listeners. They're on our Big Hawker podcast, the private page on Facebook. They, they banner with us back and forth a lot. I get a lot of guys that will message and explain to me what we should have done this way or that way because we feel like they feel like they're part of us now. Sure. And some of them will be disappointed in things me or you say sometimes, and that's that's understandable. I am now writing with a sharpie. Like Greg Gutfeld does. My thoughts will be bold. Yeah, that's what they'll be. What the fuck is going on at Gettysburg? Did you see what's happening now? I've still not watched the news. Well, I didn't watch the news. I read the news today. I read the news. I don't watch it no more. I, I got mad. Mom turned the news on last night, and I just, it just, we got into a squabble over the damn thing. You and mom? Yep. Really? Yep. She asked me questions that I can't answer. Okay. She'll be like, well, w- when is this going to end? Well, <laughs> I don't fucking know. You know, I don't think anybody knows. Well, wh- why why is Antifa doing this? I don't. I couldn't tell you. You know. Well, do you, when when will this go? Uh, it's it's questions that there's no way I can answer. Yeah. And I'll ask it's her. Rhetorical. Say, I said, yeah, and I'll be like, do you really want me to give you an answer to that? You know better than that. No, I just want you to listen to me. Oh hell, shit! Here we go. We've been married a long time. We don't always have to listen no more. Are you listening to me over there? Try not to. <laughs> but it, but we got into it last time. I'm trying to think what it was. It was, it was over something stupid. I mean, it was over. Go oh, back to Gettysburg. Oh, go ahead. It's the, it's a video. She sends me videos, and she wants me to watch them. Oh no! And I tell her she sent me a Candace Owens one that was twenty five minutes. Yeah, I'm not watching this shit. I don't have twenty five minutes. Give me the cliff notes. It's, I tell her that all the time. Just give me a synopsis of what happened, or synopsis, or whatever. Synopsis of what's going on here. Will you just please watch this? I don't want. I don't want to. That's I don't want. That's listen. a fucking Big Bang episode. I mean, that's that's yes. a, that's a sitcom episode. I and, don't have that kind of time to and devote. So I don't. I don't watch them. But she sends them to me. And people. I got tons of people send me videos all the time. Yeah. Watch this. Watch this. Fuck. I don't have time in a day to sit watch every video. And so I don't. I read kind of what I want to know. And this one was about the how the end of times is coming and this. And I, and I told her I said Michelle, I'm gonna fix your microphone. What's wrong with it? Well, it keeps falling. Okay. All right. Watch this. Do you feel better now? I do. Okay. Anyways, we talked about the end of times. And she said, you know, I just the Bible's telling us this and that. And I said, Michelle, I said, if you look back on the Spanish flu, if you look back during the Vietnam War, you look at World War II, you look at World War I, in history, all the things that our countries went through that lasted, some of them lasted, you know, World War was four years or five years. I said, Every conflict, everything we went through has been like the end of times. Sure. You can relate it somewhere to the Bible that, oh, this is the beginning of the end of times. I don't know if this is the beginning of the end of times or not. But 
some some guy had a dream that this was going to happen and all this stuff. And I'm like, it, so we, we argued over a dream, basically. She goes, you don't want to watch that? I said, Michelle, the guy had a dream. I have dreams every night, you know? And the ones with Britney Spears are pretty damn good. We don't make videos about them. I think, uh, you know, if you go back World War Two, you could have made a case that the end of times were coming there. Pretty easy. And it was pretty back, damn close if the Germans would have won. Well, and I mean, uh, what what did uh, Castro has admitted that he would have he would have pushed the button, the nuke button? He didn't care. That, that, that's what I'm saying. It's but every time we go through something in our country, any kind of turmoil, you could always point to it. You know, Lewis Henderson told me when Jimmy Carter was in president, he felt he, like it was the end of times. It. He said, "God Almighty, it was horrible. Economy was stag. I mean, just the whole thing." Because and I don't remember it because I was eight years old. And my dad had it was a fireman, and so it didn't really probably affect you know. But I, I'm assuming the people owned businesses. It was some tough times then. It helps when you push record on that fucker. So we all this for going for nothing? No, the the main one's going, but my backup okay. that I've got now finally got after three months. Been sitting over there, figured out how to work it. Okay. I didn't hit record on it. So basically, we argued about nothing. But I'm I, I'm I'm out on the news, but I I, I read the news. But anyways. Gettysburg. Antifa is having a flag-burning ceremony there on the 4th of July. This is a national park. I, I think it's a national park. It may not be. It's a, it's a nationally recognized landmark. I've been there. It's a very somber place. But what wears me out about the deal is, is that 50,000 men died there in three days fighting. And let's just say out of the 50,000, 20,000 of them were Union soldiers. So 20,000 white men died to end slavery. And that was, the, that was the big battle that changed the Civil War. And, that, and after that, the Confederacy went further and further down. But, it says it's a national military park. Okay, national military. And they're gonna have a, the Antifa is going to have a flag-burning deal there. I, I just don't know how that we let them get by with it. In Boise, Idaho, they squashed it last night. Did you see the videos from there? No. It was a, it was a short video, about 30 or 40 seconds. Bunch of the Black Lives Matters and Antifa guys were in there starting their shit, and all the crowd started chanting USA, 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 and then they whooped a couple of Antifa guys' asses, and they got in their cars and went home <laughs> because there was more of us than there were of them. Right. And see, that's the problem. Everywhere you go, they all do it because people like us got better things to do than to go downtown and and do a lot of chanting and shit. Tony said uh, Chaz is now being torn apart. Yep, and they're disbanded, and the and the mayor wants one of their councilmen uh, taken off because she's a socialist, and I don't know how you can take them off if she was voted on. I guess they could do a recall election. Well, what a fucked up world. Mm. But every one of those, every one of those places that's screwed up is controlled by the Democrats. I saw um, DJ Trump Jr. Loud. Said, uh, so he, he, on his Instagram page, I think it was the Washington Post, made an article that said Trump has been touting that uh, the most dangerous cities in America are run by Democrats. That's true. And it is not true, is what it said. Who said that? And then, that's what the article said. That was the headline of the article. Trump keeps touting that the most dangerous cities in America are Democrat-run. Dot, 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 and it is not true. Then what, what are they? Then they put in a graph. 
of the most dangerous cities. If you scroll down to number seven, that's your first city that's ran by an independent. And if you scroll down to number 12 and 13, that is your first city that's run by a Republican. Sounds to me like it's pretty fact-based in that he's right. But I can't believe that that was the headline. And then they and then they put in the fucking graph that showed what, what he is right. What was it? Who was it? I think it was the Washington Post. Yeah, they, I just, I mean, you think about it. Memphis, Kansas City. They said St. Louis is catching up to Chicago <clears throat> with the, the shootings and killings. Shit, Dallas. They have murders every fucking night now. What the fuck? I had it here. And and, and I, I watched that. There's a guy named Smash the Topic in Dallas. He's got a Facebook page. It's a black guy, and he's live. And everything that happens. With black people or in breaking news, he's there. Any march or anything like that, he's there. And he's he's Black Lives Matter based type of guy, but he he's pretty. He, he goes to place. He don't seem like a bad dude at all. And he seem and he seems to be kind of fair about a lot of things. But every time when when, when there's a shooting last night in Fort Worth, they had two people got killed, mm-hmm. and it was something else. And and they'll be talking on the street with people like family members and stuff are there. And you know how that shit happens. It happens there, and there's a thousand people in the yard all at once, and um. Uh, the, ta- the the conversations, when it scrolls down, are always the same. Um, Why we keep doing this to ourselves? Here we are marching for Black Lives Matter, and we keep shooting ourselves. And boy, and when I read those comments, there's a lot of those people are sick of this shit. I mean. So here it is right here. What, it was Washington Post. Keep, Trump keeps claiming the most dangerous cities in America are all run by Democrats. Period. They are not. Period. Here's the graph. In the same article, Washington Post. New York, Los Angeles, Chicago, Houston, Philadelphia, Memphis, Detroit, Dallas, Phoenix, Baltimore, all run by Democrats. That is your top list, top of the list. Then you have San Antonio and Las Vegas. That is ran by an independent. Then you have Milwaukee, Nashville, Charlotte, Albuquerque, all run by Democrats. Then you get to Jacksonville, Florida. That's the first Republican ran one? That's the first Republican ran city. And then you got Louisiana, San Francisco, and Cleveland. Now, if you do it by per 10,000, Memphis is at the top. St. Louis, Detroit, Baltimore. And then you have Springfield, Missouri, ran by an independent. Then you have Stockton, Cleveland, San Bernardino, Oakland, New Orleans, Albuquerque, South Bend, Indiana, which shocked me, Milwaukee, Rockford, Illinois, Lansing, North Las Vegas. All those are ran by Democrats. Uh, South Bend's even ran by old, old booty judge. So, but that, 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 was the, that was the headline of the article. And then they put this fucking graph in it. They say South Bend, Indiana is a fucking shithole. I, I was shocked there too, and someone told me the only thing good there is Notre Dame. Hmm. I always thought of South Bend, Indiana, as some quaint Midwest city with a big Catholic university, and like what you see with Rudy. Yes, that's what I was expecting, but that's a blue collar, blue collar neighborhood like Pittsburgh or something. Yes, and that's not the not case. the case. You can't get a people. You you know you put half a million people, you're going to have some shit. Sure, but the inner cities are bad everywhere, and they're all ran by the same fucking people that want to run our country. Why would we expect them to run our country and it be any different than their cities? What I love the most is that Minneapolis has now voted to disband the police. Yes. But the city council in Minneapolis has no problem hiring private security for their own Yeah, that's bullshit. For their own safety. Yeah, that's a bunch of shit. $63,000. Yep. That's kind of like the, L- the the people in Hollywood. They always want to yeah. bitch about guns and yeah. shit, but they all got private. They all got Live in a security. gated community. What, what do you think would have <laughs> happened you, hold with on. the people in St. Louis? If they'd have shot? No, no, no. If that was in... Could, could you imagine if that was Brad Pitt's house that shit was going down at? Oh, they wouldn't have ever got close. No, but, it, but wouldn't it be great if it would have been, though? I'd like but to see how they'd handle that they'd shit. They'd never gotten close. They were fucking pissed. Guy came out, fucking machine gun. 
Yeah, did you see him on Como? I watched a video of that last night. He was on uh, Como on CNN, which oh, I never yeah? watched that little cock bite. Anyways, Como was siding with the fucking riders. What? Well, that's just showing that that, that that picture right there. All it does just shows, you know, white supremacy and blah, blah. Bullshit. It's my fucking house. My property. Yes. It fucking says it. I've got, fuck, it's a right. And now the. the Life, the, liberty, and property. The lady in St. Louis wants to file charges on them. For what? There's Who? no law against them people having a fucking gun. Who wants to file? The St. Louis, the mayor or somebody in Kent, St. Louis wants to, wants to investigate and file charges on them. For what? For they have a right to have their fucking guns. I'm going to tell you. It's going to happen. It's just a matter of time. You're going to see something like that, and you're going to hear, pow, 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 pow. and you're going to see people dispersed and about 10 people dead in the yard. You have the right to protect yourself if you feel threatened. Fuck if yeah. I got 300 motherfuckers in my front yard screaming Chanting. at me, I'm fucking one threatened. Of them, one of them had a, a knife, didn't he? I'd have shot his... B- see, that's the horrible deal. You've got to make a choice if you want your life ruined for the rest of your life. Because if that guy would have shot and killed some guy there... They're going to arrest him for murder, even though he has a right to do it, and he's going to have to spend everything he's got to get himself out of jail. But that, the, every one of those people should have been arrested for trespassing. Every one of them. Fuck yeah. But uh, Why do those people want to live in the big cities now? Would you, if, if you lived in if, – if that happened to inner city in St. Louis – you, you can't tell me these people in these inner cities are not thinking, you know what? I mean, when I say inner cities, I'm talking about these nice neighborhoods in a town that – you know, like Highland Park and Dallas has their own police department and stuff. They're mm-hmm. not part of the Dallas PD. But you have to think that some of these people are thinking, you know what? We need to get the fuck out of here. I would be. I would be looking for the exit. I mean, that guy's an attorney or his wife is. They make big money. And they're, and they're, they're fucking helping. They're doing counsel for someone in Black Lives Matter on some case. They were members of Black Lives Matter. They said that he was on, um, he was on Como last night and Como, uh, was was accused of siding with the St. Louis mob. I'm just looking right now on Fox, but on C- but um, he also went on with Tucker Carlson last night, and Tucker they said gave him a real fair interview, which I could. Tucker's a pretty good guy. They said Tucker's about to be off the air. They keep saying that, but I hadn't seen that where he's actually going off the air. He can't no uh, can't sell any ads. Uh, bullshit! The Mike the Pillow guy bought all his ads. Oh, I hadn't heard that. Yeah, he told him that he said you just whoever cancels it, I'll take those ads. Really? Mm-hmm. Well, that'll keep him around. I, I, you know, the Blaze is Glenn Beck's place, right? Yep. Never, I, never heard it. I've never watched it either, but I'm assuming a lot of people do because I hear a lot of things about it. There's got to be somebody come up with a new conservative type Fox. OAN. I don't know if it's on any. Um, is it on any big networks though? That I don't know. But that, but you'd think someone would just because it would be a money maker. Because Fox has got. 75 to 80% of the news, people watch Fox. Trump is not happy with Fox News. Well, they've become pretty liberal lately themselves. He said, where, where is Roger Ailes? Where is he? He's gone. Well, I know that. But but that's the problem is they've, they've went away. There was nobody what, to what made, his values or whatever. Fuck, he was a chauvinistic pig anyway, but his new, what he wanted. Do you have a the, problem with that? Huh? Do you have an issue with that or something? No, no, no. But I mean, saying that he was a good guy is a bit of a stretch. Well, what do you consider a good guy? Because he likes boobs. Well, you know, that that's uh, him and Harvey Weinstein. There's not there's not much. There's a difference. Whoa, but you're it's, going way It's the same. There. It's the same mentality. Hey, I'm in a position of power. Why don't you wear a short skirt and twirl in front of me, please? If you want this job, which is what he did to Megyn Kelly and a bunch of others. She's pretty good looking. It's not my favorite. But, but you, so you'd have an issue with that? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. 
You do? I mean, it's not good. Okay. I wouldn't want I wouldn't want Dylan to you know be my no, niece I, no, no, to no. be uh, trying for a position. I understand as where an you're anchor, at. and then you got this big fat cat behind a desk saying, "Listen, if you really want this job, wear a short skirt tomorrow and twirl in front of me." I wouldn't like that. You, you, I think you, it's sleazy. You're right on that, but I'm not defending him on this deal. I just want to go to this part about though, so this is making me sound like I'm on his side. I agree with you on that. What gets me is though the people that have cashed in on all this shit that all of a sudden are right. woke about shit. Right. Jimmy Kimmel's one. And it takes two to tango. Jim, Jimmy Kimmel's one of them though. He's the biggest hypocrite in the fucking world. Sure. Do I think what Jimmy Kimmel done was bad? No, what, I don't. You're talking about the Carl Malone bit. Yeah, I don't think it's 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 comedy. There used to be a rule in the early nineties. Also, it, there used to be Wouldn't a it? yeah. There used to be a rule that if it's in a comedy club, anything it's can be said game. or done. It's fair game, and it is unless you're a white man now. And then it, then it's not fair game. But Jimmy Kimmel should be held to the same standards everyone else does. Alyssa Milano, she should be held to the same kind of signal. She's got her little blackface skit went out too. Really? Yeah, they nail her ass. But it's not bad stuff. It's ridiculous. We've gotten to the point where we're making. We, we're, 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 it's wrong. But Joe Biden is going to get a free pass for all his shit he done. Just like the governor of Virginia and Keith Ellison beat up on his woman and stuff. It's just amazing how one side can stand, draw a line in the sand that this is what's wrong. But then when their people do it, there's no line. They're, they're morally virtue, and, but they're doing the same shit that everybody else is doing. It, and that, that just makes me mad and it just doesn't make sense. I don't think Trump's ever done blackface. No, Trump dated a black woman. He's not racist at all. I don't even know where he comes down as being a racist. He's harsh on minorities. Well, he, he's harsh even, on un-Americans. Even, exactly. That's what it is. It's not on minorities. It's people that aren't it's Americans. People that aren't of this land. And so, if you don't come from America, then right. it makes you look like you're racist. Right. He's not. You know, I, I, that's what just gets me. The, the 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 Mexican people should be the ones pissed about shit. You don't see them out chanting and griping. Matter of fact, I bet you Trump's numbers with the uh, Latino votes pretty high. From what it sounds like, no numbers of his are very high. Do you believe that? I don't know. I don't think it's true. I don't. Man, when I read that, like that—that's how thirty-eight percent is what on the spa- on the Mexican. No, 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 no. total. Nah, that's bullshit. You don't it's think lot, so? No, nah, I don't even think. I think it's way more than that. Um, when when you when when Obama was in office, I I would always read the comments on Yahoo News at the time, and I always looked the comments before, and I could judge kind of what people were thinking. By the comments, and there's all those bots, and they say it's all fake shit. And so I would read the comments. When you read comments on anything politically that happens, Trump's got way, way more than 50% of the stuff, no matter what kind of article it is on anything. Now, if you look at some on the MSNBC, of course, it's going to be skewed one way. And if you go to Fox, it's going to be skewed on one way. But but I look at other things like Facebook videos and stuff that are going on, and and I, and I really, really, really pay attention to the black vote on those deals and when you read those copies you see there's a lot of people out there that are for trump this here says well i don't believe any of the polls 44 percent of hispanics so half the hispanics are voting like trump roughly almost half yeah that was in that was it but it's saying now you know with the coronavirus and all that shit who knows if trump gets 40 percent of the Latino vote or Mexican vote, I don't know which political. We did correct. not help that fucking microphone arm at all. No, it is way worse. No, I, I can hear. You can hear me well. If we get forty percent of the Latino vote and he gets twenty percent of the black vote, he, he's going to win in a landslide. Now they're saying Texas is a toss-up state, and well, that's what they say always. But you don't believe the polls. 
No, I don't. Because I don't know who they're polling. I've never been asked. I think they're polling people that are home during the middle of the day. Democrats? Well, you said it, I didn't. (laughs) But yeah. I mean, they're just not... Here's my thoughts on what's going on right now. And that could, this could change in the next month, and it will. Jesus Christ. I, I hate this fucking thing. Uh, Should have just left it alone. I can't imagine anybody living in a big city that was a conservative Democrat thinking that Joe Biden's the answer. Nobody. I can't think of anybody that owns a business that thinks Joe Biden is the answer. I saw Mark Cuban on Hannity for about three minutes last night when your mom had the TV on. And he was—he's he hates Donald Trump. He don't like—he don't hate Donald Trump because of policy. He don't like Donald Trump because he's jealous of Donald Trump. Yeah. And so Trump did one thing: money cannot buy. That's right. And Mark Cuban wants that. And I wouldn't have a problem with Mark Cuban being president. But Biden came out today, and or I don't know if it was today recently, and said uh, he's going to do away with tax cuts. Yeah, that's that's why would anybody vote for that? I mean, and why? He even w- said most of you in the audience are not going to like that, but this is what's going to happen. Yeah, he's a fucking idiot. That, that's what I mean. So I don't. I can't imagine anybody that owns a business. I don't know why anybody that owns a business, anybody that has a good job, anybody that works somewhere that you have benefits and can do things and go on vacation. Why you would want change? How many people? When, when Obama was in office, got to spend family vacations and do shit like that. Right. And then how many of them got changed when Trump got in? All of a sudden, you got a raise at work, and you started getting to do stuff. So why would you want to go back to that shit? And Joe Biden, the motherfucker has dementia. <laughs> he does. I mean, I really, he has got some issues. I watched, he talked the other day for five minutes, and he didn't even put one thing together. Yeah. It's like, you know, we need to go to the moon, but I like corn <laughs> checks better. I mean, fuck, what the hell's that got to do with shit? <laughs> And the, and the ladies are looking at him. They're like, what the fuck did he just say? <laughs> There's a video of him. He's at one of these speeches, and he's got the sign language lady. And, like, she, like, fucking looks over at him like, fucking, are you going to spit it out? Like, she's trying to do the signs, and she's like, where the fuck are you going with any of this? It is hilarious. I think Donald Trump Jr. tweeted that out, too. He can't. There's no way he'll debate Trump. Three times he's he, agreed he, to he, him. He won't do it. You don't think so? No, he can't. He couldn't do it. He can't get off script. They're going to have to have a fucking prompt right in front of his face. He He's going to get in trouble at rallies when he has. He says he's not going to have any rallies. But he's going to go to places like GM and do a talk with a bunch of workers. And someone's going to say something he don't like. And he's going to get in that Just guy's like, face uh, like he did that one other time. This, this, I'm telling you, if it wasn't for this fucking coronavirus. It wouldn't even be close. It wouldn't even be close. Did you see where the nurses from that hospital sent all those samples in and they didn't even test nobody? They said they, they, everything was coming back positive. So they thought something was kind of fishy. So they sent two tests in from a, from somebody that works with them that wasn't sick at all and it come back positive. Right. And then they took 11, they sent 11 samples. They never even test nobody. They just sent clean, just sent, them. sent them, come back positive also. It's all fake. Do I believe there's people sick? Yes. I know somebody's got the corona. Yes, it does. They're not deadly sick. Are people dying for it from it? Yes, they are. But people die from the flu and everything else. I talked to the to the gentleman's stepbrother that has it in town. Said he got dehydrated one night, which made his blood pressure fall. Went to the hospital, got some fluids, and then other than that, kind of ran a fever and had a runny nose. And so, he tested positive for the corona. Yeah, I was going to ask him. So he's not even, he's fine other than just feeling like he had allergies or something. Kind of, I mean, he felt like he had the flu, got low on fluids. And I don't know if that's from diarrhea or how he got low on fluids. I don't know. Um, but he went and got an IV and they tested got him. Got an IV. Got an IV. 
And uh, does his wife have it? Even no, live in the same household. Yep. So that now they're they're they've been on opposite ends of the house for the last ten days. And that was another thing I had. Oh, that's some bitches smiling and happy, probably. <laughs> we uh we had a school board meeting last night, and uh, everything's up in the air as far as what the state's going to do. But in one of the last Zoom meetings, is if you test positive for it, you have to quarantine for ten days. Everybody that you've been around and direct contact with has to quarantine for 14 days. So if one kid in our school gets it, we're done. But what didn't make sense is why one person that tests positive would have to to isolate for 10 days and why people around them would have to isolate for 14 days. Theory of that is, is the first four days, if you've tested positive, are pretty well already gone. So 10 days, you'll be done with it. But everybody else has to quarantine for 14 days just in case they just came in contact with it. And that kind of uh, gives a little bit more time. But telling you what, the start of school and sports and football and everything is just up in the air right now. Um, speaking of up in the air, let's talk Canada. We're going to talk a little bit of waterfowl hunting here for a second. How dare it, it's, you. it's looking like Canada is not going to happen this year. I would say 95% chance they're, they're not going to have a border open. I wouldn't go that high. but I, I would. Um, I had a guy call me yesterday, and I'm not going to say his name. He's an outfitter, and he told me that he's talked to somebody from the Department of the Interior, and they told him that their spring bear hunts would probably still be in question. <laughs> now, that's not saying that that's going to happen for sure, but I can't imagine with us trying to – the Democrats are trying to suppress the vote down here. So they want everybody – they want to do mail-in vote, and that's what this is all about. I still have a hard time convincing me or not. Chinese wanted the people in Hong Kong off the street. The Democrats want Trump out, so they hey, let's do this together. Right. And you're going to have a hard time convincing me that didn't happen. And I think most people in America – I think half the people believe this is the same. I don't ma- – I can't imagine – Canada open their border up to United States people before at least November, at least at the earliest. I think they'll be, but I think what they're going to do is they're going to delay it thirty more days. They're going to come out here in a minute and they're going to say, "Too, but we're going to go to August fifteenth." Because what they say, July fifteenth or something like that. And I think they're going to come out July fifteenth and say it's going to be August fifteenth or September first, and then September first. So, I, I I think the Canada guys are in trouble this year. And um, I, so I talked to I, I put it up on our podcast page, our private page, and I asked. I said, "Listen, what are the contingency plans?" I'm just curious. I'm not going to. St- I'm not. We're not going up there to hunt nowhere. I just was curious what what the plans were, and because I've had some guys call me. I had three guys call me this week. They had guiding jobs in Canada, and they were told don't come this year. Yeah. So I'm assuming if they're telling their employees not to come, they're probably planning on not hunting. One guy said that he was going to give 100 percent of his deposits back, which was very, I thought, very admirable of him. I would think the thing, what I would do is tell people, listen, and, and, and I'm going to explain this because some people are going to disagree with me on this. I would say I'm going to move your deposits to 2021. And this is why. I'm in the outfitter's boat. I know what they're doing. I'm in the same business they are, do the same thing. I've had guys call me that cancel the day before, and it'll be, hey, grandma died, blah, blah, blah. What do we do? I'll move your deposit to next year. I'll work or with later you. in this year. If you- I'll work with you this year, or if we can move it back, we can now, I could easily, on my end, say, well, I'm sorry. You know, if you're not going to be here, you lose your deposit. I don't roll that way. I've had guy, I had a guy call. The only one I've ever done is I had a guy call me one time. had six people booked. He called me two days before the hunt. It was a weekend hunt, and he said, yeah. He said, I'm just too tired. We've been on Germany for 30 days on vacation. I just really don't feel like coming on hunting. <laughs> Can we move our deposit to next year? I said, no, if y'all don't come, you lose it. I don't feel like I owe him that. 
Right. You know, he's just, just because tired. he was shitty and yeah. scheduling his vacations. Yeah. Now, if he would have told me Grandma died, I'd yeah. have said, "Yeah, we'll move it around." But when he told me about fucking just tired from being in Germany <laughs> on vacation, out. fuck it, I'm not doing too many that. vacations. Yep. So, I, I I've been in the Outfitters deal. They owe they that they, they deserve that opportunity to move it to next year. Now, I know someone's going to say, "Well, by God, we want to come hunting. We paid, and we can't go nowhere else. We paid our deposit." I understand that, but that's what I would do if I was them. One guy said he was going to give the whole deposit back. If your guy sends your deposit back, you should call him every year to book a hunt because he's going above and beyond for you in that service. That is great customer service. Most guys can't afford to do it because most outfitters pay bills in the off-season, pay for leases, do whatever they do, buy decoys with that money they collect in the deposit. Then they live off the second half money. That's the money you pay your help for and you live off of and you put in the bank. Right. That's that's the way this business runs. There are a few people out there that don't ever have to touch the deposits. They can stick it in a separate account. Most of them have other jobs though, and they're and their hunting's a side deal. Well, so I understand those guys in Canada because I'm gonna be honest with you, ninety percent of the outfitters in the United States of America also, if you call if they canceled our season and we couldn't hunt everybody's deposit we had and we had to give all our deposits back, we'd most of be Fucking out of business. Sink. That's right. Thank so, you. And that and, and so and there, there's going to be some guys hire attorneys and do shit, and it's it's going to happen. So I think we're going to have a lot of problems with that, and so I feel like Canada guys are in trouble. I feel sorry for them. I'm praying for them. It's a bad deal. And it don't affect my business one way or the other what happens up there, and so I have nothing, you know. Well, we'll sell more hunts. We will, but we would have sold our hunts out anyways probably. No, I understand So that. it don't really affect us, but I feel sorry for those guys because I had one guy say, well, shit, you know, so it don't, it don't, it's not going to bother us one way or nothing. I'm for them guys. You know, I, anybody in our business that does this, I feel for them. The dickhead out there that's an asshole, I might not feel sorry for him, but 99% of the guys are outfitters that I know are good guys. I feel bad for the guys that just bought zones this year. Oh, that's outfitters up there that are expanding and bought more zones. Those are the guys I feel bad for because those are not cheap. I mean, you're talking $100,000, $150,000 for a couple zones. <laughs> Thank Maybe. God I didn't do that. $100,000? Yeah, you, there's some there's some boys got ruined on this deal, and I and I and it's a bad deal. I and mean, and you know, you you go into it knowing that you're not going to pay it all off in the first year anyway, but you do pay some of it off. There's no guarantee that they're going to be open next year. I, there's some liberal states in this in, in our country. California is one of them. Gavin Newsom is a weird fucker. I could see Gavin Newsom shutting down hunting on all public land in California during the corona. Yeah, man, he could. I mean, I don't know that's going to happen, but I could see where someone like him, the governor of Washington State, uh, the governor of Michigan, there are some, and, and me and, and, and Trevor debated about this. Trevor's a fucking debater. <laughs> He'd have made somebody a damn good wife. Is that you, uh, that, that I just, you, can, you don't know what these guys are going to do. It's one overstep after another right now. Oh, I mean, they're doing all kinds of shit. They and, and, and here's the thing in California. This was the reason in California. They wouldn't let the motherfuckers fish in the ocean. <laughs> How the fuck are you hurting anybody being in the ocean, a boat, by your family or by yourself? And, you know, according to Scott Tarwater, UV light kills this with UV light's sunlight. Yes, I just, I don't. So there's some places in the United States. We are lucky we live in Texas. And we are very blessed we live in West Texas. I'm telling you right now. Um, but the Dakotas, they're going to be overran with public hunters this year. But there's no guide services to go in there because you have to have a license to be an outfitter in North Dakota. Right. There's going to be a lot of boys running hunts illegal up there this year. 
Or, I mean, there's just going to be a bunch of do-it-yourselfers that are going to... If you've got... If you're an outfitter in North Dakota, I would make sure that my leases are intact. Mind your P's and Q's, I's are dotted, T's are crossed, because there's going to be a lot of guys freelancing up there that don't know the way of the world up there. And I could see a lot of a lot of riffraff going on. Do uh do they have leases in North Dakota? I think you can lease it. You can. Sure. I think. I mean, I don't know that for a fact, but just because, you know, I think what they do is they pay the farmer and then the farmer puts out a no hunting sign because, you know, in North Dakota, if it's not posted, you can hunt it. So I think what they do is just pay the farmer and farmer puts out the sign and everybody stays off of it. But you got roosts and everything else that are going to get busted and I don't know. Could be... Could be an interesting year in the Dakotas, which South Dakota's tough anyway, just because you got to get drawn. That'll actually be a godsend for South Dakota. Yes. They're, they're, With this heavy influx of guys not going across the border, at least South Dakota, you got to get drawn to hunt there. I think Montana will get covered up. I still think it's just going to be North Dakota. Yeah. I talked to a Jim that lives in Plentywood today, and I, and I messaged him last night. I said, boy, you can make a million dollars this year. <laughs> Getting people across that border into Canada. He goes, oh, they got all new game. And he said, all new Border Patrol guys up here. It wouldn't be a problem. He said, now getting them out of Canada might be an issue. But we can get them in no problem. But, you know, there's – there's that's – man, I, and I feel so sorry for the Canadians. God almighty. Man, those little small towns up there thrive off that money. All them duck hunters. and You imagine Quill Lake area. So mm. you see the hotels there. Hotels. I mean, there's nothing. And they've had no fishing businesses this year. But, that, but see, the government don't care about them people. They care about the people in Vancouver and Toronto and Montreal. You know, we, we think about Canada's a big area. They've got five big cities, maybe. Yeah. They got Vancouver. They got Regina. They got Edmonton. Saskatoon. Toronto. Montreal. And, I, and I'm sure there's some other places I'm not thinking about. Winnipeg. I don't know how big it is, but. They just they don't have a bunch of big metropolises like America, the United States does. Too so, fucking cold. Well, that's probably true. Who wants to deal with forty below? Yeah, but the Canadian guys, I feel sorry for, but I do not think Canada happens at all. And it's going to be interesting to see what happens with our birds when it does like this. Our calendar birds are going to be here anyways. Um, I don't think birds get pushed out of Canada to do due to pressure because they can go right down the road 10, 15 miles and have the same thing to do. Well, I think it's going to be more weather related. Part of it, I, I, I agree with part of it. I think that it might get them in the moving mood, and then when weather turns shitty, they do go. But I could I could see where pressure displaces quite a bit of birds up there. But, see, I don't think they're going to fly from middle of Saskatchewan to Kansas because of pressure. I think in Saskatchewan, if they get pressure, they can move 30, 40, 50 miles down the road, and they got the same thing. There's so many crops up there. Yeah, but then there's there's – there's pressure. I don't think there's that many people hunting up there. I think that there's pressure all the way down the fly line. It just keeps pushing. Well, there are, are pressures pushes, pushes, to a pushes, degree. Pushes. But I, I think in Canada, the, the, the amount of hunters up there is re- relatively small, even though it's American hunters. Right. So I don't, I don't, I don't know. We'll see. I just don't think it's gonna there's, be an interesting year. I don't think there's that much pressure in Canada that's going to make them fly 100 to 500 miles. I think it's more of calendar birds, and when when we do get some fronts. I'm going to tell you what, if we have an epic bad winter with lots of snow in the Midwest, it ought to be amazing for people down south and all through the Midwest with the duck numbers especially. 
Got to get it first. That's the oh, that's we, the missing piece. We, we can't piece. control that. There's nothing we can do about it. That's the missing piece in all this. I agree. I mean, if it's if it's a bad winter, then it could be a very very good year for a lot of guys. And 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 I feel we're going to hear some horrible stories on outfitters and what happened with clients on all this stuff. It's going to if if the, if there is no season. And there's some people are going to lose their ass because there's going to be some guy that's going to take all them deposits and disappear and never be in the hunting business again. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, the guy that we were talking to, uh, he talked to an immigrations attorney and he spoke to who the fuck else? Somebody else. And they said it would be June of next year. And he's got and he's got a good he's a good source of information. He's a yeah. So. But that's what he heard from the immigrations attorney and somebody else. I can't. I don't think it was a border patrol guy, but it might have been. I think it was somebody from the Department of the Interior, maybe there, or with customs. Maybe might've that's been. what it meant. With but customs. they they told him June of twenty twenty one. And you know, it's just not the waterfowl. There's so many guys go up there to deer hunt, to bear hunt, oh, to moose it's hunt. Everything. You know, Matoyer's got a twenty five thousand dollar moose hunt booked up there for September twenty one. He told me two months ago that it wasn't going to happen. Really? Yeah, he told me. He said, it's not happening. I'm telling you right now. And he's got a lot of connections. Yeah. And he told me, he said, it's not happening. We are not going to be going this year. That's too bad. What uh, What do you think of Cam going to the Patriots? If Cam's healthy, I, they, boy, New England just don't have any weapons. Even even Stedham, I don't. Belichick likes Stedham for some reason. But he signed Cam, which was either a good insurance policy or he thinks that he's going to be able to get some of that old Cam magic back. If Cam's healthy, Cam's a good quarterback. I mean, he's MVP top quarterback. He hadn't been healthy in three years. And I don't know if he'll ever be healthy again. Um, he took the offer, the only offer that was given to him. Thirty-one other teams said thanks, but no thanks. I think if someone would have known he was signing for two million dollars a year, I think probably. 27 of those 31 teams probably would have signed him just do you think what do you think what sherman said was uh insinuating that cam was black and that's why he's having to play for the league minimum i didn't read that he said how many former mvps are having to sign for the league minimum shake my head damn disgrace well that's playing the race card when there's no race card but to do be you, played. That, no that's what i'm asking do you think that that's what it do you think it was the race card that he was trying to play there yeah, I don't. I don't know. He's 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 a smart guy, but he plays that race card a lot on a lot of shit. I looked at. I mean, Cam has missed sixteen games in the last two years. I I wouldn't pay Cam Newton big money. Well, what about Jameis Winston? He signed. And he threw for six thousand yards last year. He threw for five thousand. I think threw for a bunch over a thirty touchdowns, but thirty interceptions also. But he's he's playing up New Orleans for a million or two. You know and. I, I listen to Jason Whitlock a lot. I think Jason Whitlock is one of the smartest men in the world, and I love listening to him. And I read him all the time. He's a sharp, sharp, sharp guy, and I'd love to have him on as a guest one day. Jason says, I act like I know him, he said that Cam Newton needed to take an offer and realize that he is a backup. Get your chance, prove you can play again, and then you'll get big money. It's a one-year deal. If uh, Stidham gets hurt or Cam beats him out, let's say Cam beats him out and he plays for New England and they go 11-5. and Because mm-hmm. the Belichick is a coach. They, they play 10 11 wins is pretty, pretty accurate. And he gets to New England, and they win 10, 11 games, and he quarterbacks this year. He's going to make $25 million next year, $30 million, if he has a good, decent year. Here's his stats. 2017, 3302 passing yards, 22 touchdowns, 16 interceptions. Nothing great. Six rushing touchdowns. Uh, 2018, 3395, 24 TDs, 13 interceptions. And then last year, zero uh, touchdowns, one interception, two fumble losses. 
for 500 yards. Yeah, I don't I don't think that Cam still has it. He's 0-8 in his last eight starts. I did see that. Cam's problem is is he's like Robert Griffin was. His legs have left him. Well, his foot was fucked up yeah. all like after 2017. He he's had to like redo his entire throwing motion. He's a he's a big man, taking a beating and, and took a beating for many years. I, I mean, mean, them coaches was, would want him to not run the you know, and he'd dive. And he do was the shit. goal line guy. He, yeah. How many times you, you see Cam diving over defensive yeah. linemen to score a touchdown? Fantastic to watch. 2015 when he was the MVP, great year. He's he was a stud, but I don't. I think he lost his legs. And now I think when you lose your legs, you lose it. And I think the same thing's going to happen. I don't think he was ever a really good thrower. No. Either. And I think Lamar Jackson's going to be in the same boat. But I, but I, for Bella, but for Richard Sherman to say that it's a damn disgrace that he signed for the league minimum, nobody was nobody was in the market for Cam Newton. Nobody wants a, nobody wants to pay $20 million for a backup. And Cam don't seem to be a bad guy. He don't seem to be one that disturbs. Right. Seems the, like a hard worker. Yeah. He don't seem like a bad person at all. Like Kaepernick is a distraction, right? And other than Cam's post game, his clothes, up. but but he doesn't cause a problem on the field. I've never heard any of his teammates bitch about him, right? You know, Kaepernick's got a lot of people don't like him. He's he's a he's a problem, and that's why. But Kaepernick's wanting twenty million dollars. <laughs> no, I wouldn't give him twenty million either. No. If, if, plus, See, he hadn't it, played in what four years, five years. Yeah, the NFL's about winning. Right. If them motherfuckers think they can win. They'd have hired Charles Manson. (laughs) They don't care about color. They don't care about this. They want to win. I mean, how many guys have been in trouble over and over and over again? Michael Irvin. But Jimmy Johnson or Jerry Jones kept bringing him in because he was a winner. Yeah. They don't give a fuck what you do off the field as long as you don't get in trouble. They know you do shit that's bad. I mean, how many guys – look at Michael Vick. This is another thing about racism. Michael Vick went to prison and come back and still got a $100 million deal as a quarterback. Mm -hmm. Because they, they, they don't care. They just want to win. Right. And if, if people thought Kaepernick would have made them winner, they'd have done it a long time ago. Yeah. You notice Jerry Jones has been silent on this kneeling? I saw – I've noticed that, but I saw, and I don't know if it's true or not, John Elway said, you will not kneel. I but think, I think it was a I fake don't think article. That's, I think that's fake. Fake article? I don't know why anybody would make that stand right now either. I agree with that stand. I would wait and see what the NFL is going to do. But, but if I was an NFL owner, I would not comment on it because they already call you a plantation owner now. <laughs> No sense to bring all that shit up. I would just, I would leave it alone. You know, sometimes not saying nothing is a cop out is the best move. Yeah. You know, don't 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 make a stand until you see which way it's going to go because they're in the public, they're in the, the business of entertainment. And if they piss off the people that come paying money to come see them get entertained, then they're in trouble. And the NFL's got a big trouble coming right now from them. I, I big time trouble. I mean. I haven't. I do not know anybody that has been all excited about having a fantasy. Fo- Usually, by now, somebody's wanting to have a fantasy football draft or some <laughs> shit, and you ain't hearing nothing. Well, I think that's also because we didn't have many camps. You're not seeing anybody. You know, most of the time in in June, guys of players have put on their uniforms. They've kind of ran around in shorts and t-shirts for a little bit. You're not seeing that now, and I think that's pro- part of the reason that. I know I'm not as excited about this football season as I normally am this time of year. Yeah, I'm the same way. I, I just I mean, don't. now we're to, it's training camp month. Yep, about two, three weeks. And It would have been three weeks, but they pushed it all back because of COVID. They did push it back? To the 28th. Of July. Of July. So four weeks from today, NFL training camp starts. That's the plan. Dallas and uh, I think Pittsburgh played in the Hall of Fame game. It's not happening now, but I think they were going to be about a week earlier. I think that I don't think we'll play football till close to Halloween. 
and I may be wrong, but I just don't think that. I don't know. I think um, I, I did see where the UIL had talked more about flipping. The UIL is the governing body in the state of Texas for high school athletics, and they've talked about flipping and playing baseball, track, volleyball in the fall, and playing basketball in its normal time, and then playing football in the spring. Did you know that there's a big movement in Texas to do that? To play football in the spring? Before all this. Yep. Why? I learned about that last night at our board meeting. Why? Said that's been in the, that's been the talk for the last ten years. Why do they want to do that? I have no clue. Kenny Chesney wrote a fucking song that football was played in the fall, so you're not you're not coming here and, and turning things over top. Dude, I'm gonna tell you something. though. that sure would make the spring go a lot by a lot faster. Yeah, but football is football is September and October. Oh, I I don't I can't imagine playing a state championship game when it's 100 degrees in May somewhere. But now you'd play at Jerry's World War II air conditioned, but still, you think of playoff football cold yeah. and all that stuff, and the first games will be fucking cold as shit. Yes. Because you would start football out, I guess, in January or February? February. In February. Fuck, it's liable to be three degrees. Where we get all our snow. Yeah, that's the coldest time of the year usually. But, yeah, there I did not know that. But, yeah, that was brought up at the meeting that that has been a movement that has not gained much steam, but it, it is a movement nonetheless for the last decade or so. You know, you know what really that would be fucked up is a lot of kids – graduate in december that go to the division one schools like quarterbacks right and we'll go ahead and enroll in school so they can learn a, a, the system and turn the everything upside down yeah I, if they do it this year to be because of crone it won't because i don't think it'll last i hope it doesn't last no I, football's supposed to be in spring but I, or fall i'd i would not be surprised to see the nfl push theirs back see we're gonna have the nfl this year but i wouldn't be surprised if they push it back a month or two and they may not college football you're relying on them fucking goofy-ass liberal governors. Yeah. You, you, Gavin Newsom. Don't know nothing about the guy. I know it's Nancy Pelosi's nephew, so he definitely comes from a family of fucked-up people. But And racism, because her dad was the mayor in Baltimore that commissioned all them Confederate statues there. If California, if Gavin Newsom says, we're not going to start colleges until January, we're not doing anything, we're just going to shut them down. USC, UCLA, them schools will go broke. Mm. Their sports departments will be busted. I don't know if SC will. No, a couple of them schools will probably sure. be okay. But you take school like San Diego State, and right? Something, they they said without football, there's only five to ten uni- uh, sports programs at universities that can sustain. And and then you it. see the liberal. Well, co- college is about education, not sports, <clears throat> dude. You don't understand. I can't imagine someone being so anti-sports. They don't see where the benefit of college sports is good. If I went to Duke, I would go to every basketball game, home game. Those kids are crazy. They have a good time. Wherever you go to, baseball, football, to be involved in school, and that's part of it. I know so many people that have nothing to do with sports, never played sports, that love college sports because when they went to college, they went to all the games. Yeah. And they're lifetime fans and stuff. Yep. And I just can't imagine – that people are against that, that, that want to see that happen. But there's going to be some universities without college football that their athletic programs will be in the toilet. Texas time. Tech might be one of them too. Yeah. I don't know what kind of, you know, kind of bottom line they've got in their sports budget, but you take away all that money that football team brings in. The football, con- the, the TV contracts is where the money's at. Yeah. You know, I when when they talked about disbanding, the when, when the Big 12 disbanded and A&M left, there was talk that Texas and Oklahoma were going to go to the SEC also. And they were talking about, you know, trying to figure out where they're going to divide the schools up. And somebody's like, well, where will Kansas go? And it's like, well, nobody really gives a fuck. You know, well, fuck, <laughs> they, you know they've got a Final Four basketball team every year. So they don't. there's no money in that. 
And, and, and that was crazy that a school like Kansas, you'd think just their basketball program alone would be worth a lot of money to someone to have them in their conference, and it wasn't because there's yeah. not much money in that. I don't know what's going to happen. I really don't. I did see where the NFL, their contingency plan is if they do push it back, start whatever week they start. So, like, say you start week six. That's still going to be your week six opponent. But your first five opponents, week one through five, you just throw them on the back end. Well, so, if you don't start week one, week your week one opponent will be your week, what would be 18 opponent. See, they've got a monopoly because they got the best brand in the world. And people want to watch it because you can't you can't get it anywhere else. XFL's gone now. Yeah. And they said they may come back. I saw I read a deal article on it the other day because their numbers were better than they had projected originally. I mean, even though they started out really hot, their numbers what they projected for the year was way ahead. Um and they were also in the deal they were trying to get Robert Griffin. They were trying to get they they named some players that they were trying to get that had been to try to help stabilize some of them franchises. Um you take a guy like or 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 the NFL again, they've got They've got their brand. Well, Major League Baseball, I don't know what they're doing or not doing. I've seen one thing they're going to have a 60-game season, but they're not going to have any minor leagues this year. They're just going to play a 60-game season. I don't think nobody really – I mean, the true diehard baseball fan probably cares, but they've lost – their window is between now and August. Once football starts, it seems like the Major League Baseball, most people lose interest. Well, it's too hot right now. Like, yeah. Who's going to be excited to go to a baseball game in July and August? Yeah, just a true baseball fan. So I think they've hurt themselves. I think they should have moved, taken themselves to fucking some island in the middle of nowhere by themselves, put all them teams there and played games there where everybody's on an island and nobody's got the disease and you do that and everybody stay there. Basketball. They're starting up. Are they fixing to start? I don't even know. I don't care. They're going to start up. They're going to play. I can't remember what they're going to play. Are they all staying in Orlando at Disney World? I'm not sure. At a resort? But I did see where they're going to start. They're going to have a handful of games and then they're going to start with the playoffs. Then the playoffs will run fuck until like August or something. Hold on. Do you want Dairy Queen? No, I do not. Thank you. Uh, just give me a, a, a dude and an iced tea with ice. You don't want nothing? We're going to be here for it. Yeah, I'll do a burger. I'll text you. Okay. Tony so, going to get our food. So, um, but the NBA, NBA's probably. Prime time, time to watch the NBA is when football season ends and during their playoffs when they get to the finals and stuff. Yeah. But they're, 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 their viewership's nowhere even close to what the NFL is. And so I, that's what I'm saying. I don't care when the NFL moves it back. Everybody's going to watch the NFL. On March, March 28th, if we've got a Monday night football game and it's Dallas and Philadelphia, it's going to have the same viewership it would have had in November if it was the same game. I think now, viewership's going to be down on this kneeling shit. I don't give a fuck what Colin Cowherd says or anybody else because they're going to put in bar times. Their numbers are going to be way down. I meant to look that up, and I can't remember what all he was saying. What did I say, O-O-H? I don't remember. He just said because they're going to count the sports bars uh, in with their viewership. But if, if, they don't, if they take a hard stand on letting everybody kneel and stuff, it's going to affect their bottom line a bunch. Yeah, I think so, too. And um, Nielsen to add out-of-home viewers to national ratings. O-O-H. Let me pull this up here. But you go to Buffalo Wild Wings and they got the football game on. Are they going to count every 115 people that are in there? Because not all 115 are watching the game. How are they going to do that, I wonder? 
For instance, Nielsen's 2019 Super Bowl audience count of 100 million rises by 12 million when out-of-home viewership is added. So it's 10% bump in, in ratings is what they're saying going by that. 12, 11. 11, 12%. Based on testing and experience to date, sports networks can see an average of a lift of 11% in total audience. And see, that was a Super Bowl. I don't think the outer – I bet it's half of that for regular It games. will include restaurants, bars, hotel rooms, and other people's homes. So basically they're just trying to count how many total people – Are watching the game. Not just household, households. Okay. That's going to be tough to do. I would have figured hotel rooms, if it's on the damn TV in a hotel room, I thought it would be counted as a viewership. But regardless, the, the, their, their numbers of viewers is going to be down if they, if they take a hard stand on this. Yes, no, good, bad, whatever it's going to be, it's going to cause them some issues. So, if they if they handle it the way I would, which is to keep people in the fucking... But, I mean, if you know that you're going to see an 11% increase, okay, so, I mean, like, you know it's coming. I mean, that doesn't... Just because your ratings have increased because you're now including bars and stuff, if it only... If it raises 8%, Technically, it's a bump, but it's not the 11% that you promised. Well, let's say that they, let's say their viewership's 10.0. I don't know how the numbers it's go. It's not 11 that you were expecting. Right. So your viewers technically went down. You but, were expecting 11%. You only got 10%. That's, that's, that's a loss in viewers. Well, what I'm saying is, if let's say they say it's a 10, because I don't know what their numbers go by, but just 10 is what it normally is. So this year, they expect it to be an 11.5 right. because of the bump. And then it comes in at 9. You lost viewers. You lost viewers. Even if it's at 10 again, and they say, oh, our, viewers, our ratings are the same are the as it was same. last year. No. no, you lost. You were expecting an 11% bump. I think there'll be a 20% decline in the number of people if this continues. Could be. I know a lot of people are fed up with it. Lots of people. I'm fed up with it, and I love football. I just can't imagine going home on Thursday night, not watching football Thursday <laughs> night. I can't imagine football not on Sunday, and I can't imagine football not on Monday. Yeah. I mean, that's what that's I, my whole schedule. I base around that shit, <laughs> and so does a lot of people. Well, for us, you know, we've November, December, not so much, but September and October, like religious. Yes, yeah, November, December, we just we worked football in around our schedule. It, but it, like it, the first half of the season, September and yeah. October, we check out Dove Hunters Sunday morning, and the rest of the day is football and fantasy football. I can tell you, my schedule is on Sunday morning. We do breakfast out here. Take the people out. I go home and take a nap, and I'm beat because dove hunting are the longest days of the year. They start about 4.30 in the morning, and they end about 11 o'clock at night. Yeah. And so Sunday morning, I sleep till about 11. After you've done everything. After after we left the lodge, I go home, back home. About the time the sun comes up, I get in bed, and I sleep till about 11. And at 11 o'clock, me and Mom usually call in breakfast at Bud's or something to eat for lunch. I go pick it up, and I'm back home at 11.45. <laughs> I check all the texts on my phone to see if anybody wants any changes on their damn fantasy rosters. And I turn the football on, and I watch Red Zone and the regular football. What are you going to do now that Red Zone's not on dish? I don't know yet. I haven't decided yet. I haven't decided if I'm watching NFL yet. So <laughs> I I'm not even making a word about that yet. But I watch those games until. So would you be satisfied with the cop-out if they just said we're keeping all players inside during the national anthem? 
Andy, that way I could stand my ground and look like a good <laughs> That's guy. That's what I'm saying. Yes. You're, yes. you're happy with that. Yeah, I, I could watch football then. That's a happy medium. Yeah. Trevor told me, he said, well, if you've got a problem with the NFL, I don't. I will be more than happy to take your team for you. And then if you want it back, you can have it back. Yes, I would be very happy. That would make me ecstatic. If I woke up tomorrow and they said, the NFL is going to let all players stay in, they're going to keep all players in the locker room yeah. while they do the national anthem, I'd be like, thank God. I can watch football now. <laughs> Hell yeah. yeah. Let's go, Chiefs. Let's go, Redskins. Now, I could do that. But yes, I don't. That would, to me, is the move they should make. But there's going to be that hard-headed fucking player that wants to make a stand that sure. wants to walk outside and do that shit. Sure. And he doesn't realize. I don't think there's one person out there that's going to think about social injustice because the guy's kneeling. I really don't. I think they're thinking, what a dumbass. I don't think it's going to make a difference. I think the people that think there's a problem with social injustice are already on his side. Yeah, and I mean, we've already heard you. Like, yeah. Like, you've got... Twitter, you've got Facebook, you've got Instagram, yes. you've got all these platforms. We know what you stand for. Yes. You don't have to to do this. Like I know you're uh, I know what you're for. You you don't have to do this at your place of work. Yes, I I, I think they've went so far that they're not they're not going to sway nobody. All that's happening now is the NFL's going to lose viewership. That's it. Yeah. That's the whole thing. And we're going to have reverse on this deal and it's coming it may be in 2 months, it may be in 3 years or 5 years. Somewhere down the road there's going to be a reverse deal that we're sick and tired of all this shit, and we're going to start boycotting businesses. It's going to come on. If, you, if you're siding with Black Lives Matter and you're siding with whatever it's called, because you know what? Black lives do matter. Sure. But so do brown lives and white lives. All lives matter. And eventually people are going to get sick and tired of being excluded that their life don't matter. One of these days, one of these little white persons that's marching with Black Lives Matter that's putting, you know, is going to wake up and say, well, fuck, why don't my life matter? Well, I think that they know that their life matters. They're just... With their black brothers, brothers and sisters, peace and love, peace and love. The radical wing of the Black Lives Matter don't give a fuck about that white person. No, they're Marxist. They're Marxist, and they don't give a fuck about that person. And those people don't get that. Right. You know, it's it's just a, it's a you're fighting for a cause that doesn't give a shit about you exactly. as an individual. And and all lives matter. I don't. I, I just I can't believe we're at a point where you can say one color matters and nothing else does. That just blows my mind. And um, Mike Pence said it the other day, all lives matter. And they con- conned him a racist. No, he's fucking honest. Everybody, everyone's life matters. Well, I mean, I think that the maybe the black community felt like their lives haven't mattered, and that's why they're picking up this slogan. In 1955, 1965, I could see that. 2020, nope. You have every opportunity. You have more opportunities. Well, I think, that, I think, I think that they're talking about their interactions with the police. Well, if they want to really – we are we going to be honest about things here? Is that what we want to do? Do you want me to be honest about things? Or am I, are you nervous right now? I'm not nervous at all. Okay. Honestly, if, they, if you want to have better interactions with the police, make them fuckers that are thugs. Now, thug can be any color. So the shitty people in your uh, ethnicity, uh-huh. make them motherfuckers start being respectful and shit, sure. and you wouldn't have that many problems. Sure. You know? When, when – you don't have to watch live PD very long to see what the problem is. What's the problem? The problem is, is in you get in these inner cities and shit There's and no fuck respect. the cops. They're assholes. They're and, and they're and fuck they're they're violent criminals. Yeah. I mean, let's be honest. What's the statistics of? I always get sick all the time. Well, it's a disproportionate amount of people that are in prison. Well, there's a problem. There's a disproportionate amount of violent crimes that are done by black guys. But nobody wants to say that because they're gonna come off as a racist. It's not racism. That's the honest truth. That's the reality of the situation. Mm-hmm. Not all black people are bad. Not all white people are good. But 
they have a high number of violent crimes committed by black people. And, 90, and most of it's on black people yeah. all the time now. I mean, let's be real honest about things. That's a problem. Their problem is, is their own people are causing a lot of these issues. It's a, it's a muddy waters. If, if, if you worked in Atlanta, downtown, I don't even know if downtown's a bad part of Atlanta, just a bad part, South Oak Clifton, Dallas, which is a predominantly black neighborhood, almost every violent crime you see is going to be a black person. Well, yeah, victim it's a black and that's right, but th- but that that neighborhood's got a higher pr- proportion of probably also poor, very poor, and that's where your violent crimes that's happen. Right. Are that, yes, poor communities? You're right, but that's the problem with social injustice. They think it's the cops. No, they're just dealing with more of that over there. They're they're nervous over there because they have to deal with it all the time. You know, it's, they, a, it's a poverty I, issue, but, but but that's not our fault. That's their fault. To some extent, how is it our fault? Well, I mean, and, and we've we've talked about this in private. Some, you know, our projects here are filled with the same family, four generations down. That's right. They don't know any better, but they have every opportunity because there's a lot they of those have, people that got there have gotten out. Some have, some haven't. But, but they they have a chance. They all have. There's jobs available. I'm. It, it's a it's a culture thing that uh, I think gets lost in these communities. That I agree with. We've had, okay, so let's just use us for an example. We had good uh, role models growing up. You had your dad, other people. Now you were, you did grow up poor, but you still had a solid family. We knew right from wrong. You knew right from wrong. I think a lot of these people, I think a lot of people in these black communities, they're, the, the, the percentage of, of blacks that are raised in a single mother household is staggering. What, 80%? Is that it what you was told high. me? 70s and 80%. So, um, not having a good male role model to teach you right from wrong, and then you go out into the streets because your mom has to work two jobs. Or, or grandma. Or whatever. You're basically raising yourself, and then you go out into the streets, and then you see you pick up a male role model, and he's a fucking drug dealer. So that's what you fall into, and it's just a perpetual cycle. Now, I, everything you said is the truth, and I agree 100% with you. But, but how, I don't know how what, is it our fault? I don't know what we can do. To break any of these cycles, either though, because when something goes wrong, fuck you. Look at the uh, you look at the businesses that are in these communities, burn them down. Yep. And so the, why would there be anything nice in some of these poor communities when you just fucking torch it every time something bad happens? My my biggest issue is is them blaming the white man for holding them down. We're not holding nobody down. I have very little sympathy because I grew up poor, right? And I made something of myself, you know. And let's be, I'm going to be honest with you. If I wasn't as lazy as I was, I could have really made something of myself. <laughs> I mean, I really could have achieved a whole lot in my life, but I wasn't. I'm happy where I'm at now. Mm-hmm. You know, I had a guy in town ask me one time, this was about 10 years ago. He goes, Jeff, why don't you do this? Why don't you do that? I said, I like my life now. I get off in the summer. I had, and this was before Obama was in even and things. We had a downturn in the economy. I make a good living. We vacation. We do, I didn't want to do anything else, mm-hmm. you know? And so... I'm happy with where I'm at in life, but I made something of my life out of nothing. I mean, I was raised in a trader park. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't, I grew up with nothing, and the kids around me that that grew up, they had nothing too. But and, and but we all made something of ourselves. A lot of us did because we come from families that were poor, but we we, we knew right from wrong. You had worked. a good nucleus at home. Yes, well, and 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 the people that I I played kid baseball and everything else with very many. Lots, lots of them are successful because we have people that give a shit about us. And I understand the black communities, they don't have a lot of that. I do. But you can't 
keep blaming someone that has nothing to do with your environment. We, we can't give you something because we do give. You know, this is the only country in the world, I think, I, and I don't know this for sure, that you get free food, free medicine, free home care, and you don't have to do shit. Right. I mean, nothing at all, and you get this all given to you. And I know some people that have that have been in that situation, and they say, well, hell, I don't want to go get a job. I got all this shit given to me. Free house? Yeah. I mean, and and that's wrong. Yeah. But but you can't keep blaming us. But But it's just, it's such a tricky issue because... Do you cut all government assistance to these people? I, I, I don't do know you what the answer is. Do you give them more government assistance? Try no. to make life no. a little bit easier. I mean, what do you, do you come in and, and revamp these neighborhoods that are just crime-ridden? And we I can't. Mean, the problem is, is there's no clear answer. Because no. what you're saying is, is a lot of people are dependent on the government. Yes, well, if you cut them off cold turkey, what's that going to do? That's going to be fucking terrible. You, you can't cut them off cold turkey, but you can't give them more. You can't reward people for not doing nothing and then have but, someone but, else busting their ass. But giving them what we're giving them now is obviously not working. No, we've got to figure something out. We've got to, you know, it's it's kind of like food stamps. Right. They want to, you got a drug test to be on food stamps. I don't have a problem with that, but I don't want kids starving because their mom and dad's mom's fucking. crackhead. Yeah. That's, I don't want that for their kids. Um, healthcare. You know, I'm self-employed. My health care costs way too fucking much money most of the time anyways. It's it's ridiculous what they do to people like us on health care. And then someone that doesn't work and don't do shit and don't pay taxes, don't do, create no jobs or anything, they don't have to worry about it. They get free health care. Yeah. And that's not fair. But we've come to a time where you've got to eventually, you've got to start doing shit on your own. But stop blaming white guys for the plight of the inner cities and the, and the poor neighborhoods. That's not white people's faults. You know? The corporations don't owe you nothing. They give you jobs. We always make the corporations out to be this horrible, bad person. Well, they're job creators. You know, I see all the time, well, Shell Oil didn't pay anything in taxes, blah, blah, blah. I don't know what Shell paid or not, but I'm going to tell you something what they did. They created 100,000 jobs. They buy gasoline. They build buildings. They do stuff. They, they're, we can't be without them. They're economy drivers. Yes, the whole oil business is. If you get rid of our oil business, there's going to be a big time number of people on, on welfare. Or what, whatever industry it is. You just can't cut it out. But you can't give people shit free just because what color they are. And you've got to start being accountable for yourself. You know, the black neighborhoods are very poor, a lot of them. You know, and you, and you see a guy like LeBron James bitching about all this inequality and shit. Have you seen him build a fucking shoe factory with Nike in any of the inner cities? Nope. Help yourself. You know, you want to help your community? You know, and, and, and he's done some good things. He has a charter school that he funds and stuff. But you know what? Get your boys at Nike instead of making all them shoes in China. You know, go to the inner cities of Cleveland and build a, a, a Nike warehouse, a shop where they build Nikes right there. You know? Or, or Beats or whatever you're involved with. And, and all these other athletes, you know, they have these foundations set up a lot of football players do. And a lot of them do a lot of good. But a lot of them are just tax shields is all they are. Yeah. But, you know, go open up some businesses in the, in the inner cities. But what happens is when, the, when, when, the, when them players make some money, you know where they put their businesses at? In the middle class neighborhoods where you can make a profit. Right. Because that's a smart business move. I don't know what the answer is. I don't know if there is an answer. Definitely not a clean answer. I mean, whatever you do is going to be fucking messy. You 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 can't cut them off, but you got to wean them off. 
everybody. And there's a, there's maybe, and maybe there's probably more white people on welfare than black people. I'm sure there is percentage pro- wise. Yeah. Yeah. And and and, that, and I'm the same with them people too. But yeah. but I, I'm sick of of seeing us give all this money to people that don't contribute none. And they don't want help. I don't mind helping somebody, but they don't ever want to get off of it. The same people in our little community that have been on welfare have been on here since I've been here. We've had three oil booms since I lived in Knox City. Right. You could have walked into any oil field place and had a job. They'd have hired you on the spot two years ago, anywhere. And there were still people that didn't have jobs in the same places. They don't want to make money. And then I, one, one of them told me one time, because I had him, had him in court. We were talking about it. And I told him what his fine was. And he was bitching about the fine. I said, you know, they're hiring right down there. A buddy of mine owned a roustabout company. I said, they're hiring right there. You can go get a job. Shit, if I get a job down there, then they're going to raise my rent up at the, at the right. apartments. And that's not right either. Well, it goes. it's based off your income, though. No, I know that. But what I'm saying is, is I mean. He'd rather you, not work than have to pay more than right. $3 a month in rent. And that's a fucked up mentality to it, have. It is. That's right. But that's what we have. It's just one, it's and, what we've created. And he's the third generation of people that live there. Yeah. Lived their whole life, and I don't understand how any. I don't know how the housing stuff started, but what I understood it was a place that was a low income housing to give people good houses to live in, and they were supposed to live there until they got up on their feet, and then they could go somewhere else. Then nobody ever leaves. That's what I'm saying. I, there, there's no, there's no clear answer where to go here. I mean, I've taken a lot of people in this town, a lot of kids. We've given a lot of jobs to people that were underprivileged. Yep. I pay them good money. We've done a lot for them, and. A lot of them never wanted to help themselves. But that's what's so frustrating is when you get these politicians and you ask what they're going to do and they give you this little answer. This is a complex situation. And who's to say that your answers aren't going to create three more problems and solve none? I, I'm with you. There's, but I, and I don't have but an I mean, answer. We, have to, we also have to not be so sensitive as a, as a community and we also have to realize that there's a problem here, and we have to identify where the problem is, most prevalent, and we can't get upset whenever we see what the truth really is. And they, they don't, but that's the, and that's one of the truths on the social but injustice. But talking about like it's getting to the point now where you can't even talk about it without being called oh, a racist. That's right. Oh, you're a racist because you think that there's more black kids are bad than white kids are. Statistics show that violence is a lot worse. It is. Violence is bad and. Poor communities. And poor communities, and the majority of the poor communities in these big inner cities are black neighborhoods. Right. Just the way it is. But no, that nobody wants to talk about that because they're going to get just slammed on it. I saw one time Jesse Waters made a comment like that, and Juan Williams was like, well, I don't think so. Well, you're fucking stupid if you don't think that, you know? Go through fucking Baltimore, through the fucking ghettos, and walk by yourself at night at 11 o'clock, Juan Williams, and see if you don't get fucking shanked. <laughs> I mean, it's it's that's the truth, you know? And you don't have to... When Live PD showed the real life of being a police officer, the good side, the bad side, what they dealt with, and they dealt with in the inner cities a lot of kids that were troublemakers that lied, ran from Kosovo, and then they say, "Well, why do they target?" They're not targeting; they're doing their job. Right. You know, someone calls nine one one and says someone's robbing me. They're gonna. That's that's who they deal with, and they just it's. And I know that there are. Lots and lots and lots of good black kids that have been suspiciously thought of by policemen because they just pulled over a car with five kids that were gangbangers had guns under the seats. Yeah, and, and 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 it's a tough shit. Same with when you pull over someone that's a meth guy. It's a white guy. So if you've got one of them with you, they're going to think you're on meth too. They see it all the time. Yep. And and you can tell because they lie to cops about drugs, and then they ask them that question: Have you ever been arrested before? Oh yes, sir. What for? Uh, possession of meth. 
Well, there you go. So it's never a surprise to them. But we've got to quit getting our panties in a wad just because someone says something that's factual. And the fact is we have more violent crimes in the black neighborhoods than we do the white neighborhoods. The percentages are higher. And we can't let everybody out of jail because of corona because a lot of them guys, the last two police incidences, George Floyd and the other guy would have both been locked up in jail still if it wasn't for corona. George Floyd was locked up? He was out on corona release. George Floyd? Yes. Fuck, his rap sheet was three miles long. I didn't know he was incarcerated before. I didn't know he had been let out. Read that. Make sure I'm not wrong. Cause I, want to I know the I'm, one guy was No, out. I'm pretty sure George the Floyd was out because of Corona, Georgia. too. I'm pretty sure George Floyd was out on release from Corona. I've not heard that. But but but, but this whole thing, I, I just get so sick and tired of, of people using skin color as a crutch on things. Call it the way it is. You know? The prisons are predominantly full of black kids because of violent crimes. It's not because it's a systematic racism problem. The problem is, is not raising your kids right. I think you conflated two things. So one of the cops that was involved has been released because of corona. No, 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 no. I'm pretty sure George Floyd was out because of corona. Ex-officer charged in George Floyd death is released from jail. No, no. I knew, I, no I'm Alexander ta- Kang. Quint, the I guess Chinese guy, I guess Chinese guy. Well, we sound racist by saying that. Uh, I know a lot of white kings. I, I'm not. I'm not finding anything. About Maybe George he did, but I, I I thought that that's what I had heard right off the bat. But who? It, it doesn't matter. But you know, if we're going to be honest about the racism, some of these ex athletes and stuff ought to say, you know what? We need to start taking care of stuff at home in our own neighborhoods. Sure. That's one of our big problems. You know, when you gotta you, have a good role role model in the, these areas. And well. And they're hard to find. But but when these athletes get out of them areas, they don't go back. They may go back and march in the streets, but you don't see none of them living down there. And I don't blame them. I wouldn't want to live down there either. Yeah. But you got you you got to quit blaming people that have nothing to do. I, I that's what drives me nuts. I'm responsible for my family. I'm responsible for how my kids turned out. I'm responsible for what my kids do to this day still, and they're grown ass men. But if they did something, I would be ashamed if they done something really bad. And like I would, you know, that's just the way we are. And if they'd done something that made them look like a dumbass and they were disrespectful to cops, I'd get on their ass still. Andy, how old are you, 32? Yep. And I'd still get on your ass if I thought you were disrespectful to a police officer yep. or to anybody in authority. And they don't get that, and they should. Yes, sir. No, sir. But these people come out of the woods to protect these kids that keep getting in trouble over and over and over again. And if you love them so much, then why don't you help them get straight? You know, I, I saw a lady the other day in Detroit, and her kid was been in trouble and stuff. She's mad at the cops. He'd been arrested 15 times or something. You know what, lady? <laughs> get on. You love your kid so much, get on to him. Right. You know, fucking tell him, don't get arrested no more. Do right. Take care of your children, you know? Anyways, I'm just, I'm so tired of this shit. I just, I don't see any inside on this. No. Because it just not. keeps going and going. And every day it's something worse. Now they want to get rid of Mount Rushmore. <laughs> First of all, that's a pretty hard undertaking. Yeah. You don't just go fucking knock granite off. But why would you race that? The there, Indians say it's no on end. stolen land. Well, all land was stolen back in the day, back and forth. That was part of life. You know? We just happened to be... Uh, we won the last battle. A little bit better at it. Yep. They should have been better When fighters. I say we, I mean the Europeans that came over. Yeah. I, I didn't steal any land. No, me My neither. My ancestors did, but... And you don't even know if they did. And, and you know what? Our government screwed the Indians over. There's no doubt about it on some things they did. But well, I mean, and that's another place. I mean, you you look, Indian reservations are just most of poor. them are not very nice. Not nice at all. 
But why come the guy that lives down the road has got a nice place and nice, and he's making a living off his place? That's what I don't understand. You give someone 50,000 acres for reservation, and they can do whatever they want on it. They can farm, do whatever it is, and they can't make a living off of it. But then you go down the road, and a guy's got 1,500 acres, and he's feeding his family and making a living on 1,500 acres. They were never shown, I guess. I don't know. I mean, I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know what the answer is, but it's another place where you see a lot of poverty. You've got to take care of yourself. You can't rely on the government. That's because they've relied on the government forever to give them stuff. You know? Should they have not been given? Oh, I, I think the Indians got done sorry in a lot of ways. I feel sorry for my life. And, I mean, to be fair, we gave them New Mexico. Well, they also have Oklahoma. Oklahoma's a damn nice place. In Oklahoma's got some good Some nice good places farm. in Nebraska, the Dakotas. I'm not saying that we gave them always the best places. I'm, I'm kind of tough I'm, to make a living out there. I, I'm not. Well, there's a lot of people making a living out there, though. I in mean, there's gas. thriving communities out there on a lot of different things. There's a lot of farmers and ranchers have made tons of money in New Mexico. I'm ju- I, I'm just saying that there's some things we did to the Indians that was wrong. <laughs> a lot there's, of things. There's no, there, there's no doubt about that. Right. But that was things a long time ago. We've got to we got to move on and do better. We can't keep dwelling on what happened in the past. But what about the the Indian tribe that the Sioux or someone when, when they slaughtered them and killed them and moved them off their land? When another Indian did, they did a lot of that to oh, each yeah. other. Oh, well, we don't talk about that. That's what I'm saying. We don't. We don't you know, you know, we don't like to think of them as conquerors just because they lost the last fight. That, 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 but that's what I'm saying. We don't talk about that shit. That's our country's that we pick and choose what history we want to remember. Yeah, you know, and these kids that are all bitching and griping, they don't even have a clue about history. They don't know mm-hmm. that that this country was founded because some brave men stood up to Britain. Well, this is what's funny. Do they think if the British, if we wouldn't win the Revolution of War, things would be different now? <laughs> Do they? I mean, they should be mad at Britain for fucking all this shit up because they're <laughs> the ones that really brought this all on, yeah. or the French. We disbanded from them and made our own country and made the greatest country in the whole world. But do they think if the Revolutionary War would have won by the British that things would be any different over here? We'd have had colonialism in the United States. Mm-hmm. You know? I think we would still be on the same trajectory as what we are now. I, I don't know. But, I mean, history could have been different. But they're the ones that, you know, we fought. We left them. But So send all your bills and gripes to the to the Queen England is what I'm telling you to do. <laughs> All right, we get to get off here. All right, sounds good. Hope everybody is uh, staying safe in these times, and hope everybody had a happy and safe Fourth of July. Fourth isn't here yet. Well, time this one comes out, we're fixing to be having a fourth. We hope that everybody has a good Fourth of July. Stay safe. Keep all your fingers and toes intact. Talk to y'all later. And hold, hold, hold on. Hunt the vote. Go out and vote. Make sure you fucking vote this year. Yep. Tell your neighbors to everybody. We need everybody to vote. And you know who we're voting for. Because it's not going to be long, and it, it will be the Second Amendment that they come for. Yes, they will be coming to get your guns. You've seen all this other goofy shit. They're talking about that, blowing up fucking Mount Rushmore. And that's what people, I mean, people thought that this was just so far, well, they'll never come for guns. It's impossible. Well, guess what? There's been a lot of impossible shit that's happened in the last three months that I thought that we would never see. But we're seeing it now. Go vote. Protect that Second Amendment. Bye. God bless.